Hello, welcome to the Commune Podcast. Uh, I am your host for this time, Shouty. And this time we are going to continue our discussion of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. We will also be continuing our discussion of copy abilities, this time with Drill. With me today, I have... Please introduce yourself, Golem. If Kirby ate you, would he be the host of the podcast? Adrian? <laughs> Hello. Yourself? That's You're basically just describing the mic ability, right? And... Uh, like uh, with the Sword podcast, we all came prepared to um, discuss Drill by playing through certain stages of the game with only the Drill copy ability. And uh, for the boss, we um, played through the Silly Dillo fight with only Drill. The level we all played was... The dream, the Wonderia Dream Parade, which is the fourth stage of the the third world, and we also did the um the Treasure Road and Trials uh, of for Drill. Um, yeah, the 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 trial for the movement we did the World Four trial, the Treasure Road. And for combat, we did the one that's in World 2. So to start off, we'll be asking uh, questions about how we use Drill in each stage. So we can start off with the boss, Silly Dillo. So when you're fighting uh, Silly Dillo with the Drill copy ability, uh, how exactly did you go about trying to defeat him with Drill? Uh, Adrian? Uh, Pretty much drawing as big a circle as I can with the with the drill, since that is its most powerful attack, which is cir- circling around him. And the bigger the circle you draw, the more damage it does. When you're using twin drill, you can, and you make the circle big enough, you can actually just like one-shot him right into his next phase. Ticks out like a third of his health. Oh, even without upgrading uh, the ability? That's right, even without upgrading. Oh, wow, I wish I knew that. Yeah, it's really um, strong. Jeez. Uh, and when you get into the fight, the next challenge, though, is because he's doing his little spin dash and he's more mobile, the trick there is actually trying to... It's like two timings you have to work out. One is, how long does it take for me to draw a circle of whatever size that I'm drawing it at? And then landing... And then setting it up so that as he passes over, the av- the little avalanche that comes out of it, or the earthquake that comes out of it, hits him. Oh, so so you're, you're preemptively creating... Earthquakes with the drill ability. Yeah, for him that's to right. Roll and, right into. Wow. Yeah, and if you nail it right, you can kind of like in the first phase, pretty much one shot him and kick him into the the last phase. Wow, <laughs> that's some that's some pro strats. Yeah, the timing is. I can't under I can't understate uh, how challenging that timing is, though. It's like making potholes. Mm-hmm. For a moving vehicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, I think. Because I wouldn't have thought of that. As Adrian's describing the strategy for the second phase, uh, and the first phase, it's worth noting, um, <clears throat> Kirby dives underground when you use drill. So 
this avoids a lot of the attacks in the game because obviously not many enemies drill underground. So for the first phase, Silly Dillo swings his cage around and tries to capture Kirby and he just completely whiffs if Kirby's underground. But in the second phase, uh, Silly Dillo um, rolls up into a ball and rolls at Kirby. <clears throat> and the issue there is that Silly Dillo's rolling can hit Kirby even when Kirby is underground. Yeah, I think that's telegraphed by how uh, Silly, Silly Dillo, when he rolls up into a ball and spin dashes, you can see the ground being um, turned. You can see it being plowed in his yeah, wake. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. There's a couple attacks that uh, you can't drill under. Uh, Clawline's dive attack is another one, but, you know, it makes sense since she's literally sticking her claws into the ground. Yeah, so that's another ground attack. I I did the same tactic as Adrian, basically. That's actually how I fought most of the bosses, once you get the drill ability, and really when it comes to replaying them in the arena or whatever, I do generally prefer the drill. Because I do find that's the most fun way to fight them, because uh, that is it is an interesting challenge, as Adrian described it, um, trying to uh, navigate your course to to make the shape you want, and you know sometimes I sort of go for drawing a circle that I know is slightly smaller than what the max circle I can draw is, and part of that is because if I'm a little bit off. Uh, and don't complete the circle, then uh, you don't get the quake attack at all. And so then it's a bunch of time wasted. And then uh, the other reason that I try to be a little safe with drawing it is that if the enemy ends up a little bit outside of uh, where the circle I'm drawing is, this actually isn't that much of a case with Silly Dillo, because kind of you either got him or you don't. But... Um, if the enemy ends up a little bit outside, I could sort of, like, uh, make a last-minute adjustment to make the shape a little wider and catch them in it. And that's that's not, like, a the most consistent tactic in the world, but that's just what I've ended up doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's actually pretty forgiving with how you draw that circle, as long as it's something enclosed. Oh yeah, it doesn't have to. No, it doesn't have to be it a circle at all. Have to be a circle. No, yeah. no, you can draw. And as a matter of fact, you can draw like a scribble. And as long as there are there is like an enclosed area in it, it will do the quake attack. Um, so yeah, it's kind of odd. So the I wasn't quite as um, I didn't have quite as much forethought as yourself, and so a lot of times I would flub and accidentally draw something too big and not be able to finish it. Um, And in that case, uh, the pencil drill makes a neat evolution because Kirby rises up from the ground and you get those two... When Kirby rises out of the ground, you get two pencil projectiles that you can aim into the enemy so that even if you didn't get to directly hit the enemy, if you're close enough, you can aim Kirby to shoot those pencils at Silly Dillo. Yeah, so I generally don't use that, uh, and actually, I I wanted to bring up that pencil drill ability because it's interesting. Kirby moves like when Kirby bursts out of the ground, he makes sort of an arc, uh, like flying up forward, and 
it the pencil that shoots up sort of is a larger version of the same arc, but if you're too close, Kirby tends to jump right into the enemy, and so I don't. I I was actually trying to use that a little bit in preparation for this podcast, and was not finding it usable. Although I was more using it in stages, not really in the silly Dilla fight. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really button mash with that like you could with any other copy ability attack. I wasn't really thinking about using this tactic. I would just try to wait until Silly Dilla was done with his rolling and then um, just approach him while he's stunned and then draw circles around him there. Uh-huh. But I could see Silly Dilla being kind of a practice boss for that preemptive earthquake attack. One other thing with Silly Dillo is that, um, well, this goes for other bosses as well, but once you get the twin drill ability, when you're drilling underground, that has a little buzzsaw that pops up above Kirby. And anytime that you can pass through Silly Dillo, which is anytime he's not using that um, rolling attack, you can hurt him with that, but it, it does such a trivial amount of damage that it's actually not really worth doing. Yeah, especially when he's rolling around and they'll catch you if he's rolling and you're underground. Well, you, you can actually graze him with that. No. Yeah, so even when he's passing you, because the, the little buzzsaw that comes out is, is so big, you can still hit him, but without getting hit yourself. That also seems like it takes precision. Well, the thing yeah. is, like, it the amount of damage it does is, like, one pixel of the health bar. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, you really shouldn't be aiming for it, or you're not getting at anything out of it anyway. Yeah. That, uh, that extra, well, basically turning Kirby into sort of a moving hitbox while he's underground is the one major difference from the, the twin drill from the prior two evolutions. Actually, Twin Drill also moves farther underground, so you can draw larger circles with it. Yeah, that that too. And the projectile that was introduced with the Pencil Drill is accentuated with Twin Drills with like an energy spikes coming out from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit different. It doesn't arc. It just goes uh, straight uh, at like a 45-degree angle up from where Kirby comes up. Yeah. So what did you do when... Uh, when he entered his his third phase, when he starts spinning around with his his um his effigies, yeah, it was the same deal. Try to draw a circle, and the thing is, he's not totally unpredictable when he's spinning with his. I was about to say his wife. Um, no, I think it's his wife. Yeah, when he's spinning with his <laughs> uh, scrap wife, he's he's you know he's still bouncing around the predictable pattern. The challenge, however, is actually just trying to draw the circle so and time it just right so that by the time it comes up, he's over it, but also exit out because he's a much bigger hitbox this time around. So it's doing that without getting hit um, to get as much damage as possible. That That's the, the trickier part of that one. And then once he starts throwing them, he's effectively a stationary target. You can dig right under his wives that he keeps throwing at you. Uh, Silly Dillo doesn't appear to be faithful. And then he'll just go back to his uh, spin dash routines after he throws them away, like cheap scrap. Yeah, it is definitely safer with the drill to deal with the, the spinning wives. Um, so much so that 
like, even though I do have trouble drawing circles around whenever he's, like, stationary, I, um, when he's, at, when he's on his last bits of health, I just go in there and, uh, use the, the breaching attack to just end it because mm-hmm. I'm getting a little impatient. What makes the timing more complicated is, like, you actually have to, it's almost like billiards in a way because that's effectively what he turns into. You have to, like, think how long is it going to take for him to bounce off these two corners that will then come in my direction and me to draw it in that time and then have enough uh, to make my getaway. Listening to you describe the attacks, it also hits me that um, in practicing this boss, I tried to use the counter move as well. And Silly Dillo, I don't think Silly Dillo's attacks really make for good counter moves because he moves so much. Um, I would have to test if he can uh, capture you in the cage out of a dodge. But certainly if you dodge his um, his spin dash move, it's going to be hard to follow up with a counter attack. So that, mm-hmm. I think, is a, a, a point in Drill's favor that um, I just because of the nature of Drill where you do the most damage by being underground and, like, unable to use the dodge move. Um, <clears throat> that made me less uh, likely to use, to fall back onto the counter moves, and I think that kind of works well with Silly Dillo. Um, so, like, defensively speaking, an interesting thing about that, and going back to timers as well is that if you are drilling around, like, just to get away from his dashing attacks or whatever, then you always have to keep in mind that Kirby is vulnerable when he comes out of the uh, drilling move, when he bursts out of the ground. And something that I have trouble with sometimes is, um, like, I'll use the drill to get away from one dash, and then... He'll bounce off a wall, come back at me, and then uh, if I haven't timed it right, then Kirby will come out of the ground right when Silly Dilla is coming at me off the wall, and uh, that'll catch me in that vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a jump, but underground. <laughs> Careful yeah, where you land. Yeah, I guess that is uh, uh, an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, I also found that, like, in trying to dodge his dash attacks, you can't just keep, I don't know, for some reason, whenever, I guess it's because I'm too close to him, but when I'm trying to, like, uh, like, just roll in a in a direction perpendicular to his angle of spin dash, um, he still gets me anyway, probably because I'm too close to him, but I don't really try to rely on underground movement to maneuver as quickly when I think just timing his uh, avoiding his dash attacks normally huh. is um it's just more secure yeah so when you talk about perpendicular movement um I think that one it's not really a tricky thing but something that changes the way that the drill functions uh in the boss fights um uh, is that you have the uh, targeting camera where the 
camera stays behind Kirby and centers on the boss. Uh, unlike in the main game where you get a fixed angle camera. So, uh, the camera is moving around as Kirby is drilling around and the input to drill a full circle is more or less just hold left. Uh, and Kirby will draw a circular arc because you're going to be rotating around the boss. Right. Uh, so that makes it it's just something that you have to adjust for when you're doing those fights whereas like I guess I find it a little bit easier in the mini boss fights where you've got the uh overhead camera to draw exactly the shape that I'm going for. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I guess that camera angle is really suited for the combat ability to drill. Like yeah, especially how Considering drills a new copy ability, I, I wonder if that was 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 kept in mind when designing uh, boss battles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still it's still fine in the the targeting one. It's just Kirby moves in like uh, polar coordinates. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like perpendicular polar coordinates if you're just holding uh, left or right. Mm-hmm. Really, I should have just said that strafing underground in that instance is a uh, might not be the the best idea. I think it's a little more dynamic than regular polar coordinates, though, because it the origin is moving, since, like, the origin is the uh, boss. So when the boss moves, that actually causes the camera to move a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and that'll change the arc that you're drawing. Right. Yeah, that's true. Th- that's very subtle, though. Like, that's not something at the level that is going to actually affect what you're pulling off. Uh, I'm just, I guess I'm being needlessly pedantic. (laughs) (laughs) No worries, I understand. That's the name of the podcast. Needlessly pedantic. That was called VG Commune. Am I reading that right? (laughs) No, it's needlessly pedantic. (laughs) Guess I'm being needlessly pedantic. (laughs) I guess so. Do we have any more thoughts about Silly Dillo? Wish I had read the uh, gotcha thing about Silly Dillo, because I do wonder, like, what's his deal? Why is he making little effigies of Kirby and hanging them up and stuff? Uh, I I think he's an armadillo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They collect junk. They do? Really? Like raccoons? I think so. Yeah. Or crows where they like shiny things. He just sees Kirby, he's like, I want it. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that is a thing that they do. Wow, okay. Well, that explains it. Uh, Not related to Silly Dillo, but uh, I guess a closing thought is I actually did take it into the Ultimate Cup. I didn't do the the Ultimate Cup Z. Uh, But yeah, Drill's really powerful, with the exception, of course, of Tropic Woods, because you can't do your circle, so just, you know face ram him with the drill, which uh, was fairly effective since it's so mobile, so you can maneuver around the fences and roots that he pulls up while he does it. Otherwise, Goramondo, holy crap, you just kick his ass, especially if you use uh, Twin Drill. Um, I think his spinning tornado that you trigger in the second phase, though, you can't dig under that because of, of the big tornado that he comes up. Uh, Clawerline was, an, was another one where that was um, really interesting because you kind of time it to her, like, claw swipes, so you anticipate how much she's going to move forward and try to draw as big a circle as you can, so it was the same deal there. 
Um, of course, there was always that worry of coming coming out too early as she's still attacking, because even if you hit her with the the earthquake, it doesn't actually stop her attack. She still super armors through it. Of course, anytime she does her diving attack, that's just like, oh man, that's a, that's a free earthquake right there. Because she gets stuck for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she feels like the, the best one to use it against. Or, like, nah, that's the most fun to use it against her. Yeah, her, Gorimondo, because Gorimondo is big, but he's not super mobile, so he's going to be, like, stomping at nothing. Uh, DDD, um, especially Forgo DDD, was the one that provided some more challenge just because the lava, uh, I guess it's the same rules with the, the poison. I guess Kirby kind of needs a, has, like, a snorkel, so anything that's, like, above that above him when he's underground... That would damage him if he come out. Still counts as a uh, something that Kirby can't pass through. So that's where that uh, changed things up for DDD. But it was actually somewhat similar to what you had to do with Silly Dilla, where DDD would do his little dashes, or he would do his little tornado spin, and you just try to uh, time time drawing a circle as he passes over you. I think with lava, it makes sense that it hurts you underground. I mean, it would make the ground under it really hot. Yeah. I mean, that's what lava is. It's just really hot rocks. Yeah. All right. So I think we can move on to uh, the level, which is uh, what we well, the level that we all played was the Wonderia you know, Dream Parade. And um, I picked this level because I thought it was an, a level that both uh, serviced and inhibited the use of the drill copy ability. So, how did you all fare in using it, uh, Golem? Yeah, so this level in particular, I think, has two interesting uses for drill. Um, one is uh, the, the titular Dream Parade. Is a bunch of vehicles that roam over the ground and create like this big obstruction that prevents Kirby from moving forward. And you can drill under it. And even the final set piece of the level takes advantage of it. I think you get a drill in the level uh, for digging under the dream parade. So that's cool. That makes use of the fact that drill occupies a different space. Um, there's also a segment where you the player is encouraged to take the drill power uh or <clears throat> there is also a segment where the player is encouraged to take the tornado power to make large leaps over uh broad expanses um and the idea is you're supposed to fly over these giant mud pits well when you use drill in the air you get a pretty decent air dash that resets your vertical momentum and sends you forward quite a ways. So what you can do is actually do quite a bit of the tasks with drill, just repeating that air dash that you would normally do with the tornado power. And, um, you know, because drill does most of its damage underground, I think of it as like a pretty poor power for movement. But the reality is that you can actually fly pretty far using drill in the air. Uh, so that's neat how that uh, ability is composed. So that's it. So you found yourself being able to stay out of the mud even with the drill power? Yeah. So you could have been able to 
complete one of the challenges of that stage was is to not get stuck in the mud. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Can't you do that just by using the float? Yeah. There are some spans where, I mean, yes, you can literally do it without float, but um, there are some chests you can't get because Kirby's float is too slow and he peters out. But you can make it farther than floating by using the drill. Yeah, there's um, there's a waddle D on a pillar that you can get to. I don't think you can get to with float. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, because it's, well, you know, it's tuned that you need to use the tornado power to get to it, right? And so it's kind of a weird uh, side effect of Drill's dash that it's also long enough to get there. <laughs> yeah, you can do like three Drill dashes in midair and that should be enough. You just have to angle it correctly, which might be difficult in the 3D space and the, the camera view. Yourself, uh, how did you think about this level with using drill? Honestly, it was pretty much the same thing that Golem said. I think this level kind of is scripted. Well, I think that this level is fairly scripted to start with, right? Because the like parading uh, trains are like this periodic timer that is basically used to control your movement over certain like narrow pathways so it's just you wait for the opening then you move the distance uh available to you during the opening and then you get out of the way again and so with drill it can be i again you can't totally ignore the timing like i was saying with silly dillo um, there's always the issue of Kirby being vulnerable when you come up from the drill. So you can't just blindly drill through um, these pathways. And so I generally try to make sure that I'm not under the trains anyway, even when I'm using drill. Um, and at this point in the game, you wouldn't have the twin drill ability, uh, which has the longer underground time. So in particular... Um, you would need to be careful. But other than that, like, it's a, it's a very straightforward stage. Uh, whenever it comes to enemies, uh, you can just, I sort of tend to use the aerial attack, uh, for normal size enemies, uh, because, I don't know, drawing the, the circle around them to do the quake just kind of takes a little bit of time, and it's quick enough to use the air attack. Yeah, the quake is more suited for intense combat and not making its way through levels. Uh, Golem? Yeah, with normal enemies, um, I guess I, I'm preempting the trial a little here. With normal enemies, you wouldn't... The quake is too much effort, and you really want to use the pop-up attack, and I think that's something that the... <clears throat> I think that's something that the twin drill really solves by giving you that buzzsaw that, like, normally drill is a little onerous to use on the popcorn, and uh, the twin drill with that buzzsaw really fills fills in that gap of the design space, I guess, of the ability. Uh, yourself? 
actually, w- with a lot of the uh, normal enemies, they well in this level, for instance, there are scarfies, and there's that tornado enemy, um, which are off the ground, and so the buzzsaw actually isn't useful for dealing with them. Uh, oh yeah, okay. And the thing about the pop-up attack that's really nice and that I think makes uh, Drill feel so fluid to use is that you can continuously, um, and well, you use the ability to go underground, then you pop up uh, by releasing the button, and then you can uh, press B again to do the aerial attack, and Kirby will go from the pop-up straight into the aerial attack, and then you hold B, and Kirby will dive right back into the ground. So you can basically be in a continuous drilling um and attacking state and that's uh other than that moment when you pop up briefly uh you normal enemies don't pose any threat to you basically if you're just being a drill dolphin essentially mm-hmm. yeah drill's really powerful since it's it, because of that way how it combines your movement with your with your attack yeah, this is definitely an ability that I thought worked well on most stages of the game, and I used it a whole lot while playing through because I just find that uh, movement rhythm very satisfying to pull off. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to only the uh, those uh, sort of jumbo-sized enemies like the buffer horns and the... Uh, I keep forgetting what the porcupine one is called. On- only those ones can, can really uh, counter you just drill-dashing through through them. So did anyone try to get the ducks to their mothers? Oh, yeah. I noticed they don't follow you while you're in drill mode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's another example of how I thought drill helps, drill service, but also inhibited by this um, stage. Mm -hmm. It helps you get through the parade, but if you want to get the ducks to their mother, then you're going to have a, a tough time trying to um, balance your ev- your evasion of the parade and ducks. But what I found that when I, when I realized I forgot one of the ducks, I realized what I could do is just dig underground and leave the ducks to stay somewhere safe and then go back for the last duck and bring it back with the group. So Check. you can use it almost like whistling in Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Of telling them to stay here. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. You can drop them off. Oh, and this level, I don't think had any spots where, because there are certain surfaces you can't drill under. I don't think this level actually had any of them. Yeah, that was something that also, uh, that showed up in 3-2, the level I thought we were supposed to play. I don't remember exactly which surface type it is, but that one did have some non-drillable surfaces. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of a... Those are an unpredictable element sometimes. You know, it's not that it's not a big deal. It's not something that's going to throw you off much because y- you basically find out once uh, I can't drill on this surface and it's that simple. But, like, it is sort of arbitrary, which it is, because this... Because one area remains, or this um, 
Dream Parade stage has a bunch of like stone ground and like heavy stuff that it looks like Kirby definitely couldn't drill through. Um, yeah. But he can. You also can't drill through the mud. So. Right. Um, yeah. Even though you're meant to avoid the mud anyway, so it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any more thoughts about the level? Mm, none come to mind. Uh, mm. That one part with the Waddle D on a pillar near all the mud that you have to cross without touching the mud to get the secret Waddle D. I just tested that. You can easily do that by floating. You don't need any ability to do that. Oh, okay. Oops. <clears throat> Alright, so that place, that, that section is harder than it seems. Easier than it seems. Uh, yeah, easier than it seems. <laughs> Deceptively deceptive. Um. Alright. Yeah, it's a shame that the side area with the car makes no use of drill for any reason. So, I guess we can move on. Um, uh, wait, one more mm-hmm. thing about this stage um, that I noticed while I was replaying it a, a second ago. Um, this has nothing to do with drill, but I guess it's kind of cute that there's a parade theme um, sort of built into the design of the stage. Like, not just the uh, parading trains of the amusement park, but when you have the little ducks following you around, um, Kirby's like a little mini parade with uh, him and the ducks. And there are also a bunch of enemy setups. Like uh, the first one you encounter in the stage is two woofies parading around with a a bomb thing following them. And then (laughs) uh, a little bit after that, there's like a, Blade Knight with the, I think it's a couple of wolfies or something following him in a circle. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was just neat that they put those little thematic elements in there. Yeah. Yeah. They're really committing to the parade design. Yeah. I don't know about the using the tornado to cross over giant puddles of mud, though, what that has to do with parading. Yeah. That was just to uh, keep a recurring element that was established in the prior levels, since, you know. That's for. Not, that's where all the parade animals go and do their business. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote mud. They aren't even animals. <laughs> They're like a, it's like a rocket ship and a robot <laughs> in the parade. It's, it's like fuel. Transmission. Right. Leftover transmission fuel. Okay. I accept that. Exhaust of one sort or another. <laughs> Excrement. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. So, let's talk about the treasure roads. First, let's uh, talk about the, the the one that's the proper treasure road. The Dig and Dash Path of... Excuse me. Dig and Dash Path of Fences. And that one, you're, you're tasked to get through the level as, as quickly as possible with the drill ability. And this level is actually harder than the other ability, and it, and it utilizes the pencil drill. And 
So, what do, how do we all uh, get through this? Um, yourself? Um, so this one's like pretty straightforward, and it does kind of utilize what I was talking about of the about the flow of the drill ability, uh, where you need to dig underground to pass through these small gates uh, at the bottom of fences, and then there are pathways, uh, like narrow pathways, uh, with enemies on them that you need to just sort of, you can just walk across through the, the level and you don't necessarily need drill in any way to deal with those parts. Uh, but sort of the way it ends up playing is that you can dig underground, uh, when you're right at up against the fence um, to get under it. And then you uh, like continue digging along the path. And when you get to an enemy, you pop up out of the ground and hit them with that rising attack. Uh, and then you can either go straight back down under that or um, then just like walk forward to when the next uh, gate is that stops you and forces you underground. So it's timed out pretty well, I think, to play it that way. Oh, cool. So not, not even taking into account the target time. You can just take a leisurely stroll through this level without really needing to use the drill. Yeah. Alright. Um, uh, Adrian, how did you get through this? Yeah, uh, similar to what yourself said, I thought it was, um, well, fairly straightforward. The one thing is just making sure you time the, when you exit the drill and do your sort of jump, because uh, the level, like, kind of teases you in wanting to hold it longer than you actually can, so you just need to be conscious of that. So part <laughs> of getting the target time is actually making sure to kind of like jump a little earlier than you would think or not waiting too long. Otherwise you, you know, hit your face on an enemy. So, you know, it, it's, it's the timing of when you, when you start and release the drill. Uh, otherwise you'll miss a jump or Kirby will jump before he can get over a step. Cause when you come out of the ground, Kirby can actually jump the height of one step. So that's one of the, um, one of the things to take to consideration with his movement. Or when you, yeah, you can't just, you can't mindlessly draw either. Otherwise you'll miss the fence and then you'll like jump or do like what my brother was doing where he would drill and then like pop right up in front right when he was about to get under the fence and then he has to do it again and then he'll miss the time. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Golem, did you think this, this uh, treasure road utilized the fact that it's, uh, exclusively used that exclusively uses the pencil version of drill yeah there's a couple points where um having that uh having that projectile helps with the combat um or even hitting switches like if you're not uh, just because of that measure of forgiveness it offers um where it's a po it 
it's a treasure road about traversal and getting as far as you can with one um with one dive of the drill and so um i haven't gotten the target time yet but even uh so i haven't really optimized the drill movement on this one and so it it does help me like i'll be able to aim for an upcoming enemy or a red switch when i haven't quite made it as far as i should underground i see because personally i didn't really find the use for the pencil i was more focused on optimizing my uh my drill my drill timing yeah i think the way it's laid out if you if you're doing it right you don't need the pencil and it's kind of weird and useless yeah i would have like put some switches up on a wall or something that you couldn't reach otherwise uh, yourself so it's minor but i don't think it's well, the, okay, so here's the thing about the pencil is, like I said, it kind of just goes where Kirby lands. So a lot of times the pencil hits the same thing. Like if you want to use the pencil, uh, like strategically, actually what you end up doing, like if you want to use it to hit a switch, what you end up doing is just Kirby lands on the switch before the pencil falls. Like it's still in midair and you've already had time to move Kirby to the switch. But uh, what I was going to say is that the first switch uh, after the uh, initial gate that you go through, um, it's spaced so that if you drill too early, essentially, like if you don't wait all the way till you get to the gate to hit the drill, then um, you will end up like slightly overshooting the switch or I guess what I've been doing is slightly overshooting the switch. And then uh, before you get to the second fence, Kirby pops out into the air and then you have to wait till Kirby lands and drill again, which is kind of a waste of time. Uh, so like what you can do there uh, is you can wait all the way to get to the first fence and then drill, and then you can make it through both. Uh, or you can drill early and then pop up as soon as you get under the first fence. And I actually thought that it was the pencil hitting the switch when I was doing that, but it wasn't. It was just Kirby hitting it because the pencil takes forever. So um, it's actually not useful in that particular way. Huh. Yeah. At first, I thought the only point you would use pencil was for to um, jump and shoot the uh, the floating bomb ones. Uh, closer towards the end, but then uh, of course you figure out that if you kind of do like a you know jump and move around them, that works just as well. So <laughs> stop yeah, doing that. You can just jumping attack straight through them, also. Yeah. Uh, so actually, one thing that um I had trouble with in this stage is that. The camera is, and this is actually something that I th thought affected the dragon fire uh, and maybe one of the other fire stages as well, is that because of the location of the camera being at a sort of lowish angle uh, and because of the amount of like crazy effects that are going on when Kirby bursts in and out of the ground, uh, Sometimes I have a hard time seeing Kirby 
and the reason that that matters is that to go into the drill state or to do the aerial attack, you press the same button. And so if I'm not sure exactly when Kirby has landed on the ground, then I have to guess based on timing when to press Y or B. Um, because if I go too early, like if I want to go underground to get under a fence, uh, and I accidentally do the aerial attack, Kirby like drills into the fence and that wastes a lot of time. Uh, so you need to kind of precisely time things and it's hard to see Kirby, like Kirby's state while you're doing that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting to bring that up in terms of what state Kirby is in, whether or not he's in the air or on the ground, because I think that's something that the developers themselves pointed out and uh, took to task because uh, in making Kirby uh, translate uh, well into 3D. So they did something called fuzzy landing, where even if it seems like Kirby is, even though, even though the Kirby is hitbox is like not all the way on the ground, he'll still behave like he's on the ground. So I'm wondering if uh, ah, they okay. accounted for that with the yeah, drill. Huh, that's that, interesting. That, that's a good bit of tuning. So you don't have to... And especially since Kirby is a freaking sphere, which is like kind of the worst shape in trying to interpret where something is in a 3D space. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's really... Um, the The fuzzy landing thing, I think, is actually not something that like I actively noticed, but generally the game's controls felt very smooth and in that sense, like that's something that was behind the scenes probably contributing to that. Uh, but there's just these couple places where you're going back and forth in the air a lot. And I don't know if that really necessarily helps because it's just kind of changing the window of, <laughs> what counts as an aerial attack and what counts as a ground attack. Oh, I see. Yeah. Let's move on to the combat trial for Drill. Uh, this one is called Dig and Destroy Drill Trial. And um, this one is considered easier than the other one. It uses the normal drill. So, you're not really... It, it, you're meant to... Uh, go through waves of enemies with the drill uh, copy ability. And you have, with the drill itself, your um, your options are, are meant to be weighted depending on what moves you use. So, uh, um, Adrian, what kind of, how did you approach this combat trial? So I really liked this combat trial, and this was one of those things that got me to appreciate just the... I guess you could say the the simplicity, or the fact that the enemies have simple routines. Let's, let's go with that, because uh, it, it it was kind of that same same experience I had when describing the the hammer trial in the last one. Um, for this one, what I did so with the moles because the moles are fairly stationary. They're your sort of easy dig a circle around, dig a circle around them, take them all out, or if you position yourself just right, you can. Uh, uppercut out from the center and kick all three of their asses. And the same with the bunnies, because of the way they spawn in, 
they all jump and land in the center in that radius where you can do exactly that. I think the one where I still can't even get all of them is actually like the third wave that spawns in where you have those um, spinning moai head things in combination with the mole. There's always like one that fucking gets away and that's the one that, that after I finish taking uh, my earthquake I do I just uppercut him and finish him off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, and I also thought it was really interest interesting how just like that one freaking <laughs> platform that they put in the middle where your sort of second arena is where you have to factor in the height of the enemy and that's what I guess you to use the well one the the earthquake still hits them up there anyways but in the chance that you need to take advantage of the uppercut though too. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a pole dance pole for Kirby yeah. to use the drill around. It's really all. It's really for that that first bunny that that gets in there because he jumps right for it. So that that's the one that more most. If you want to do it quick, you you need to hit him with that uppercut. You you don't have time to draw a circle for one enemy. But then yeah. in the subsequent ones, that's when it's just like earthquake, earthquake. Yeah, um, because a, a mole spawns right on top of the pillar. Yeah. As for the I, the one that also kind of um, I mean I was still able to get it to time, but in the third arena, that's the one where it's dealing with the the big porcupine ones where I kind of just uppercut them both. I've never been able to because they're so far apart, and that caged area is just like just the right for the maximum sized circle that you can draw, but they're always like just outside of it. That that's that's the only one where it's just like. With the exception to that one, I don't waste my time doing an earthquake. I just uppercut both of them uh, when they get out of their little needle state. Or sometimes I'll just, just power through it anyways. So I noticed something while using drill and how it pertains to the response of enemies. Um, what do you think that is, Golem? This is such a teacher question. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I didn't notice anything. I mean, it seems like enemy. most of the enemies in this trial were uh, scripted to move regardless of how Kirby moves. So I, I didn't notice whatever you, you're referencing. Really? What about, what about you yourself? What do you think? Uh, dangling like a teacher. No, I I don't know. Uh, I didn't notice any additional details beyond what Adrian was talking about. So, when enemies spawn in, there's a good chance you might still be underground in a, oh, in a arena. Yeah, I did see this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are asleep, basically, when they spawn in uh, yep. until you come up from underground. Oh, uh, they don't so aggro. Yeah, so it's like a Doom enemy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I yeah. somehow never... I, I probably did, and I just didn't notice. Just imagine it, noises coming out of the moles. Yeah, it's actually... Um, actually, I think that's why I'm always able to nail that first porcupine, because he usually doesn't needle. I'm almost always able to get him. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the phase where, like, if you were going to notice it, I think you would, because... Uh, that's already kind of the hardest phase. Mm -hmm. And the fact that yeah. they don't needle up immediately is pretty useful. Yeah. I think as far as like... Uh, sorry if I digressing. The other like very specific one is when you have a mole, but also the bunnies. So you have your moving enemies 
and your stationary enemy at the same time. And it's kind of like drawing the circle in such a particular way that the as the bunnies chase you, but also because it usually takes them about two hops, but you got to make sure that second hop, they don't jump out or past the circle. Um, that was the one that was just like, oh, that's really cool. And that's when I really began to appreciate because sometimes you think, oh, draw a circle around the enemy. That's stupid lane. What's so interesting about it? It's like that. That right there, that that combination was was an example of like, oh, no, this is way more interesting. That's a neat timing challenge right there. Hmm. Yeah, preempting the circle like that is very much like uh, with Silly Dua's dash attack. Mm-hmm. Except on a much smaller scale. Yeah, but with these, it's also managing the, the direction... It, because the timing changes or where they land changes depending on where you are relative to them since they're all traveling at you, but they're also doing it per hop. Um, that That's what made that one um, well, that's what made that one so cool. And that happens in the, the second arena. So like when you start, when the Woofies start in, you know, they're all kind of like generally run in the center, and but they don't change their direction. That's a thing. They, well, they kind of slightly do, but it's it's so it's not enough for them to like go past a circle. It's when the bunnies come because of how long it takes to draw the circle that they'll usually get that second hop in, and that's when you need to make sure that it's big enough and you move in kind of like the right way or at the right speed so that they don't go out of it. And that's that's the one that's just like oh wow. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it seems like. Uh, everyone, even though the, if they didn't realize that they were taking advantage of the enemies uh, not not being able to see Kirby when he's underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Is there any more thoughts to add? Uh, not really. I, I, I agree with Adrian. This is a really good uh, treasure road. And um, this is like... I don't know if you even need to have noticed that the quake ability exists before you do this. So this was, I, I think kind of like my introduction mm-hmm. to this, uh, capability of drill. Um, and it gives you like a really nice walkthrough of how to use it, uh, and sort of the advantages and disadvantages of using it also because of, um, what Adrian mentioned about when you're doing the time trial for this road, you can't just circle around everything because it's gonna gonna waste too much time. You have to do the uppercut uh, or the aerial attack sometimes. So it would have been would have been cool to see like a more of this, and I guess that that's probably to a certain degree what you see in the stylus based Kirby games. Um, which I haven't played, uh, but in the, in the normal stages, I, you know, as mentioned before, I don't really ever use the quake on normal enemies. So this was a way to just create all these setups that are based around using the quake on normal enemies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The quake is better utilized on the boss, but this will teach the player that they can do it. In a combat setting, it, it, they can use that. They can even use drill in a, in a combat setting, even though it seems like it could be unwieldy for it. Yeah, pretty deceptive. I, I think in the normal level layouts, there's um, one. There's not that much. There's not the same density of enemies. Where like, um, it's not that common that there are five enemies in like a real small area that you'd be able to circle around. 
And then the geometry of the normal stages tends to be more complicated, whereas this is like very clearly a flat area with um, either a pillar or uh, like a square garden in the center. Um, so it's like these are built for drawing circles and even in a way have guides to uh, indicate to you how you want to draw circles. Whereas like in the normal geometry of a stage where you've got narrow pathways or steps um, or uh, whatever other environmental objects, uh, it's at least more difficult to quickly visualize where you would draw your um, encircling paths. Hmm. Yeah. So, how do we all feel about drill as a copyability? Cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one, the the addition of the earthquake, because, you know, may not have been an idea that other developers would have added. It's like, oh, drill, what do I do? Oh, of course, make a big-ass earthquake when you draw a circle. <laughs> that may not have been the first thing to come to mind. I appreciate that they did it and that they took advantage of it, too. You know the what? Uppercut, that's also, you can't do that in a 2D Kirby game. That's also very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless it's like using a stylus and canvas curse, but that's a completely different uh, application. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the uppercut, I think that one's a bit more natural for them to have done that the way it was. Uh, just because, like, if you're going to go underground and you can't hit enemies while you're underground, you're mostly dodging them. Well, you got to hit them at some point. I mean, it's a drill. And then the drill air dash was another one that was really cool. So, But, of course, that, that earthquake, that, that one uh, really sold it for me. Yeah, I always envision that when they make a 3D Kirby game, they're going to have some kind of ability that lets you make circles that damage enemies in the ground. <laughs> and my first thought would be, like, some kind of ability that makes sand pits, not oh. earthquakes. <laughs> like quicksand? Yeah. What, are, but this what the is hell would that be? Mudman Kirby? Yeah, like just some kind of sand manipulation Kirby. <laughs> Sandman Kirby. Yeah, there yeah. hasn't been a sand Kirby before. I don't think there was. But uh, people like to compare this ability to Animal from Squeak Squad, even though it's not really the same, even though they both might have thematic similarities. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a different... Like... The idea of digging through stuff is the same, but in Squeak Squad, actually, when you dig through stuff, you're, like, deleting it, basically, right? Yeah, it's just a block that only the uh, animal can destroy. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot more like the, um, or animal is a lot more analogous to digging in the mole Yoshi, um, in Yoshi's Island. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, or in Epic Yarn. Yeah, I was going to say, power Epic too. Yarn also has something like that. That would have been cool. Although, I don't know how you... I don't know. It might have been another challenge to uh, try to interpret that in 3D. Yeah, I mean, 3D geometry deformation would be, in and of itself, a pretty... <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, wild challenge. Yeah, that'd be crazy if that was just only one copyability that they took the time to implement that for right and then it's just like the visual design problems like 
I guess you make it look like a 3D ant farm or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, but that'd be tough. Yeah. Well, it could just be like Minecraft when you dig through the bottom. Yeah, but Minecraft has a first-person camera. I mean, that's the, the difficulty of it is how do you... If Kirby's digging underground, how do you show that? Yeah. It wouldn't really work in third-person. Although I think even Minecraft has a third-person view. So... But, yeah. Anyway, I really like the drill as well. I kind of already said it's my favorite ability in the game. Oh, um, I know that. I thought... Not just because of the drawing, um, which I think is really cool, um, but I also, well, yeah, I just like that it's a new copy ability that was a point in its favor, since this game is mostly um, classic ones or variations on classic ones, so it was cool to see a new ability. Um, The range of things that it can do is really uh, nice, that it's not just a projectile attack or a melee attack like there's there's nothing else in the game you know you could say tornado is also a movement ability and therefore they're analogous and i do think that they're similar like they form their own subgroup apart from the other abilities Mm -hmm. uh but at the same time drill very much feels like its own thing um that is just like a new way of using Kirby. Um, and I agree with um, whether it was Adrian or Golem that said, like, in terms of the use of 3D space, uh, something that we talked about before was that, like, this is a fairly flat game. Like, it doesn't use the height of the 3D space a whole lot. But it has this large planar area where you can do spin attacks or dodge moves or uh, stuff, you know, perpendicular movement that wouldn't necessarily be possible in a 2D game. And so, like, drill fits really well into having a flat game like that where, like, um, doesn't... Like, it's underground, so, like, like as Adrian was saying, it's a reverse jump, basically. So, you're still bouncing around, like, it, it still works perfectly if this was literally a 2D overhead camera. Uh, but this is the kind of ability that I would want if you have a 2D overhead camera. So, uh, it makes it worthwhile that they chose this perspective to have a copy ability that takes advantage of it this way. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't be able to make precise drawings otherwise. And the boss battles, even though the camera is more third person behind right. Kirby, solves this by just making it easy to do to draw circles around it just by holding left. Right. Like, the idea of there being a first-person Kirby was not going to happen, but if there was a first-person Kirby, this isn't really an ability you could do. Uh, certainly it would be very strange, uh, and something I can't imagine. <laughs> no, it would just be blinking very long, and just <laughs> you, bumbling you, you around. go underground and all you would see is dirt. <laughs> yeah. You'd need, like, a stethoscope, like, in Steel Diver or something to see, what, where am I, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever that okay, thing that's is called. Kind of interesting. 
Yeah, actually, I wonder if in first-person shooters we'll ever get along to playing Red Faction, because I've always wondered how the digging works in that game. Periscope. Hmm. Periscope. I said stethoscope. What is... Isn't that the thing for your heart? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it sort of would let you... Do the stethoscope like a metal detector, and look for Kirby... You yeah. find him, and then that's how you win. You hear vibrations. <laughs> and there's already Dr. Kirby, so it could be one of his abilities. Yeah, oh, put, yeah. that, <laughs> put that HD rumble to use. I'm going to feel your heartbeat. Oh, it doesn't sound like you have a good <laughs> rhythm there. Heart. <laughs> uh. Alright. So, I guess everyone is that likes drill. Is anyone who doesn't like drill? No? I think I I like drill, but (laughs) I think it speaks very well to Forgotten Land that like this is the weird one and it's still really fun and diverse and like usable in pretty much every scenario. Even an area where you can't dig underground just that sort of drill air dash is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Drill, which is also a pretty... I think it's an obvious concept that Kirby is only now starting to touch upon. Like, one of Kirby's powers, you know, just drills, because drills are a weapon, so... But it's amazing how they still made it kind of quirky, but still fun. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's a roundabout way of introducing Drill. Yeah. Even though it was only barely touched upon in Kirby 64 where you combine rock and needle. Yeah, but that one just, you know, it, it turns you into the just a moving projectile and then you can even shoot it off. <laughs> yeah, so this is definitely a lot cooler and quirkier. Uh, definitely. Well, actually, um, I, there was one other point I had more of just a technical thing about using drill. Um, yeah, what's that? When you use the power-up items, the strength-up and the speed-up that you can get in the store, um, those are... Like, the strength-up kind of affects everything the same way. It is always useful, uh, you know, if you're doing arena times or whatever, or, or trying to... or struggling with bosses, bosses or whatever you need it for. But because Drill is already really powerful to start with... Um, if you add the strength up to it, and then if you go even further and upgrade the drill, it does pretty insane damage. Um, I would guess that it has to be the highest damage of anything because, um, it really dishes it out. And so more interestingly with the speed ability, um, you see that Kirby's time underground is, uh, based on a timer it's not like a distance that he can move underground so if you use the speed up ability you can actually draw larger circles with the drill and that compounds the amount of damage you can do even farther because those are uh i don't know if they're based on the perimeter or the area of the shape you draw but either way it's enlarged when you use the speed up so uh using those two power-ups together you get pretty insane damage out of drill. And I don't think anything else uh, gets that doubling up effect like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just because 
thrill is, um, you know, it's it's a movement-based ability, so it's going to make use of speed pretty well. But because it's also, it excels in combat, right? you're going to get this powerhouse. Yeah. yeah, but it's not even like, but that advantage is not extended to something like a needle or tornado where this, like, like well, the distance hurt. It, in a in a slight way, it is because you can collect more things because both right. of those like sort of roll up uh, either stars or enemies, and so you can grab more stuff. But mm-hmm. th- that's still a linear increase based on like it's the same as if you'd use it twice in a row, essentially. Mm-hmm. Whereas with drill, it's not. Yeah, drill really uh, hammers out the uh, the distance. In the value of speed. Mm-hmm. When we started using drill in these in these various stages, um, how did we feel about it at first? Like, what was our first impression? I thought uh, it was cool. When you get the, for me, when you get the drill ability at first in like level two, two or two one or something like that, I wasn't that excited by it. And I was like, ah, okay, like you go under enemies, but you can't directly attack them. Like, this is probably not something I'm going to use much. And I actually, I think I probably dumped it partway through the stage. And then after doing that first treasure road, uh, and then uh, just, uh, I think maybe when I got the blueprint for it to upgrade to pencil drill, I would always retry everything when I got a blueprint. Uh, for an evolution, I would want to take it for a spin. And that's actually why I played Silly Dillo with the Twin Drill the first time, because in the level directly before Silly Dillo, you get the Twin Drill blueprint. So the way that I was playing, that sort of dictated that I would use Twin Drill in the next stage. And so just with all those sort of prompts along the way um, that the game gives you to use it and to sort of the way that it modifies the ability slightly and demonstrates the capabilities of it uh, helped me get into using something and ended up really liking something that I had initially dismissed. Yeah, it doesn't help that the level you get drill in is all water and you can't even use drill in the water, so it's strange how they frame it, its introduction. Uh, Golem, how was your first impression with Drill? Um, just like any other power. Um, I didn't come away with a strong impression one way or the other, really. Yeah, so when you were using it through the levels at all times, uh, did you feel like it was a cold reception and that you had to warm up to it, or did you just, uh, were you, like, getting into using Drill? enthusiastically nah I guess my first time through the game I really felt like um, the enemies are pretty well or or the copy abilities are pretty well suited to the level and the challenges especially early on where you're required to or um, I guess throughout the game really the waddle dees encourage you to pick up different powers so that you can save the Waddle Dees. Um, 
did a good job of getting me to mix up which power I used. Um, yeah, so I felt incentivized by... Okay, I guess this is a meandering way of saying the optional challenges did a good job of incentivizing me to check out Drill, and I was just fun to engage with it for the moment. Or I, w I was happy to engage with it for the moment. Oh, cool. So, hmm, I guess it's, uh, I guess compared to, like, using Sword for an entire level, would it, were you inclined to, like, drop drop it for another ability, or did you feel fine sticking with Drill? Yeah, I felt fine. It's, and a lot of the, I think a lot of that is from the fact that Kirby enemies are easy, and you have a lot of space to walk around them. Like, um, you're never that super pressured to encounter non-boss enemies. Yeah. And I think that because you can walk around them so easily, and you're given a lot of space to do so, that helps drill really shine because you can just dig right past them. Yeah, you can dig past them. I guess it's kind of a... Uh double-edged sword where like the space gives you room to just avoid you know and that kind of ruins the point but then also that that same space is what lets you use the earthquake attack which makes drill really cool and interesting mm -hmm. yeah i guess i'm pretty surprised that drill turned out to be this amazing tool for combat because I wasn't really good with using it against Silly Dillo. I, I kind of just wanted the fights to be over when I kept using different forms of drill on him. I didn't realize I could preempt the earthquake on him. Uh -huh. And I was actually having more fun going through the levels and drawing out different shapes and planning my routes to best avoid enemies with the drill ability. Mainly in the trial. Uh, I mean, in the treasure road. I think in terms of, you know... Drill seems like it would be nuanced and hard to use, but in reality, um, I think that's Tornado. Oh, definitely. Because Tornado is, has less precision. You're, you're kind of just stuck with using like button mashing techniques with Tornado and hoping it's just strong enough. Because I, mean, well, I guess you can go around and gather, and, and gather drop stars from bosses, but right. even then... You're just stuck waiting for that to happen and button meshing in the meantime. I think another uh, element of that is that with Drill, uh, compared to Tornado, you can stop. Uh, even when you're drilling underground, you don't need to come up out of the ground to just stay still. Like, Kirby moves at, the, I think, the same speed, or at least very close to the same speed that he does above ground. And with similar or if not identical uh control so um you can stay in place which is something that makes tornado hard to deal with is the fact that you can't stop you always have to keep moving um and in that treasure road we were talking about the one um where you're going under gates through the platforming stage <laughs> There's actually a point where there's a moving platform that moves back and forth that we didn't mention, where if you get your timing a little bit wrong and you 
go underground while you're on the platform or before you get onto the platform, you're underground. Uh, then the platform's going to like move away from the other edge and make you pop out, but you can't do that because the fence is up directly against the edge. Um, so what you can do there is just drill up to get onto the moving platform, then sit still there, wait till the platform moves into place and then move on. Uh, which is just a, something you wouldn't be able to do if you needed to stay in the tornado state. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I can't really remember what the traversal trial was, the traversal treasure road for tornado was, but I can't imagine it involved much precision. No, it that one's actually more like, um, well, at least the time trial for it is more like cutting across corners and like looking for exit and entry p points from the path, like where's the path not walled off so that you can cut across over the uh, empty pits outside the stage. The one from Tornado, or, or at least the most... Dis well, we don't want to get too sidetracked by Tornado, so I guess I'll, I'll <laughs> leave that. Well, we're we're um, transitioning into our overall feelings about copy abilities in relation to Drill. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead. Oh, it, I was, it was just going to be a compliment to the Tornado time trial, where it was really cool the way you cut across space, because there's like a giant... The one I'm thinking of is the one that has a giant puddle in the middle, and you have to hit the, the fans... And there's almost like a sequence where it spawns in the fans and the first ones are static, the second ones are on moving platforms and so on. Yeah, I remember that too. That is pretty cool. So I guess that that does complement Tornado's more open uh, mm -hmm. usage. Well, yeah. So it, that so Tornado is still serviced where Wild Drill couldn't be because that while that doesn't require precision. It's still fun to use tornado to cross gaps and go everywhere. And this goes back to the the mud corridors of um of the Wonderia Dream Parade. And there, even though you can you can use drill to get through them, uh, it's just much easier to use tornado. All right, so. Any uh, last thoughts on Drill? Hmm, not for me. Nah. Nope. Yes. I like Drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess to reiterate, I was pretty I, like I said, I was surprised by Drill's capabilities in both combat and uh, and regular uh, level traversal. I think it's pretty cool that they managed to hit one of the park with one of the newer ones. Uh, Ranger is the other copy ability that was introduced in this game, but I don't really think that's all that new. It just feels like a beam or archer from the 2D games. Hmm. So it's not exactly as unique as Drill is, even in 3D space. I mean, even in... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I Well, I, I don't... It's not exactly Beam, but at the same time, um, just in terms of novelty, you were saying, like, Drill is something that's sort of a unique 
uh, idea that Kirby in the Forgotten Land comes up with that you don't really... I mean, I'm sure there's something else somewhere out there in some 3D game that's analogous to it that I'm not thinking of or um, that I haven't, I haven't heard of. But, like, it, it's novel. Whereas Ranger was the exact opposite. Like, I never used Ranger. I didn't care about that ability at all unless I had to use it. Because it well, for one thing, because uh, I like the movement abilities, and Ranger makes you stop uh, to shoot, and so that's immediately going to prejudice me against it. And then <clears throat> it was also just because, like, it's a shot; like, it's a you can shoot a projectile. Like a lot of 3D <laughs> games, do yeah, that. it's kind of basic. Like, not that it's poorly implemented or anything. Like, it has some nuance to it, and it works well. But like. Doesn't really I've get seen me. it in a hundred other games. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to put in Kirby in the Forgotten Land if I want an isometric shooter. Yeah. Next time, we'll be talking about uh, exploration and story. Those, I think, are important aspects of this game, especially the latter. Mm-hmm. So, thank you all for joining me uh, for this discussion. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Good talking. Bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye.